Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Design Huddle, a podcast for creative professionals looking to level up. This podcast is hosted by myself, Ryan Warner, a UX designer based in New York City, and my co-host, Brendan Gross, a digital strategist for Fortune 500s. This podcast is the intersection of design, business, people, and just possibly the next big idea. We interview designers, thought leaders, co-founders, influencers, and sometimes just our friends from Instagram. If you like design, the internet, or storytelling, this just might be your new favorite podcast. We have a ton of incredible episodes and content coming out soon, so please subscribe. And for now, let's dive in to today's episode of Design Huddle. Welcome back to Design Huddle. Today, we're going to be talking about UX writing. What is it and how can you become more effective at it? So let's start from the top. What is UX writing? Well, UX writing is a fairly new. If you've been following UX design trends in 2019, UX writing is all over the place. Everywhere. Medium, uh, UX Planet, uh, every, every major UX blog is writing about how to become a more effective UX writer. But I think we need to step back for a second and understand really what does a UX writer actually do? Um, I think the best definition I looked at, I read a ton of articles in preparing for this. Um, I've only done a little bit of UX writing myself, but I have done a, quite a bit of research um, on what makes them effective. And I've worked with a ton of UX writers as well. So I got some of their feedback. Um, so a, a the, my best definition that I know that I've seen is a UX writer is responsible for all of the text that a user encounters when navigating their way around a product. Again, like this could be any... UI, any user interface. It could be a website, it could be a mobile app, it could be software, it could be literally anything. Um, so what what is a, a UX writer's core responsibilities? I think a good UX writer has three key characteristics. Number one is they're clear. It's jargon-free and it offers context. UX as an industry, design careers as an you know as a as a career path, we tend to use a lot of buzzwords and jargon. A good UX writer does the opposite. It's clear and it's concise, which takes me to the next point: concise. It needs to be front loaded, economical. It needs to be simple and straightforward. And then the last piece is useful. It actually needs to direct some sort of action. It actually helps a user get something done or complete a task. So. I think of a good UX writer doing three things well. They're clear, they're concise, and they're providing something that's useful. They're creating copy that's useful. So uh, moving a little bit farther, so UX writers, it just seems like you know it's not just about copywriting, right? So let's step back for a second and think about what is a UX writer versus a copywriter? Well, UX writers use you know simple words to explain things. Copywriters tend to use you know sexier words to attract customers. 
copywriters, I think of more, my exposure has mostly been on the ad side. So I think of like commercials or digital advertisements or things along those lines. It tends to be a little bit more uh, fluffy, a lot more adjectives, a lot more descriptive, a lot of filler words. UX writers, again, simple and easy to explain. UX writers are very product oriented. That's another big difference. Copywriters tend to be a little bit more sales oriented. Uh, UX writers are typically the ones that are crafting. Um, if you're working for a startup, they're the ones that are creating um, how the brand should be perceived by users, um, how the word and text come across on the page, um, what descriptors are you using, how do you, what is the call to action button labeled with. These are all within the UX writers wheelhouse. Next, who do they actually work with? Well, UX writers tend to work with designers and product managers, sometimes marketing, but less. Copywriters tend to only work with marketers. Uh, UX writers, in terms of like what are their what's their primary goal? UX writers want to share conversations um, and you know provide a useful flow to the user, whereas copywriters are just telling stories. Um, UX writers, uh, two, another big difference is like how they collaborate with other teams. UX writers, they cannot work alone. You have to get other people's feedback. You typically are working cross-functionally. You have a lot of different stakeholders, um, that are kind of giving their opinions of how the product should be perceived by the users. On the flip side, copywriters, they can, and a lot of times do, um, work alone. Another way that people think of UX writing is it's a practice of crafting, UI copy um, that ultimately guides a user on how to use a product and help them interact with it. And you can, you can imagine this, right? This is everything. This is call to action buttons, menu labels, error messages, terms and conditions, value props, product descriptions. All of this is thoughtfully done by UX, UX writers. So where do we go from here? Well, I think we just to kind of summarize so far, we talked about what UX writing is, we talked about being clear, useful, and concise. And we talked about the differences of UX writing versus copywriting. All right. So now we're going to get into how to be a more effective UX writer. The first is obviously pretty, you know, any good UX designer will do this is to step into the user's shoes. If you really want to make you know, good copy, you want to have good word choice, you need to actually represent who the user is that's coming to your interface. Um, the more user research you do, the more you're going to be set up for success when you're actually writing the copy. Typically, uh, copy also takes multiple iterations, and you should run it by multiple cross-functional team members. So something else that we haven't talked a lot about is UX writing. Likely, you don't have a dedicated UX writer. So if you're a UX designer or you have maybe you're a digital marketer or maybe you have some other business role, uh, this is a, a, if you're a good writer or you like enjoy writing, UX writing is something that you could potentially take on to better help the product team, um, you know, craft the message they're, message they're trying to get across. Um, so first one, obviously, goes without saying, you know, put yourself in your user's shoes. Uh, the second is, you know, try to, uh, as much as possible, you know, use present tense. So avoid using future tense to describe the action. So like things are like, um, you know, the image has been downloaded. So you don't want to do that because it's been in the past. What you could, should do is say that the video downloaded. Um, present tense um, tends to be, you know, easier for users to comprehend. And that's a 
common uh, issue that we see from UX writers that are using past tense versus present tense. Uh, the next, we kind of hit on this in the intro, but you know, don't use complicated vocabulary. Um, you're going to have users from a diverse set of backgrounds. Um, and so if you, the, the more clear and concise you can be by using you know, um, simple copy, the more effective you're going to be. Another thing that we talked about in uh, previous episodes is just being thoughtful on you know, the length, right? So being short, being concise, having clear headlines, um, it's really, really important that you don't have walls of text. Walls of text only will distract users, they'll leave, they'll scroll past it, they'll bounce. Um, nothing good can come from when you're on a mobile device and the entire viewport is filled with text. Not good. Not good at all. Um, the other thing you can do is test copy with various users, right? So you want to do this internally. So like, you can know, ask different team members. Um, you can ask other designers, you know, other writers. Um, it's, it's really important that you have a, 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 a diverse set of people reviewing the copy to ensure that it is um, interpreted uh, correctly. Um, the other thing is you want to make sure that the copy, the next one is like ensure the copy reflects the brand. So um, you really want to make sure that uh, whatever your brand is, let's say you're a finance company, it's probably not a good idea to use like, you know, something like humor, right? Um, when you think of a finance company, you want a company that's secure, professional, um, looking out for your, you know, your user's best interest. So humor can be uh, obviously in the right industries, very effective at becoming memorable, but in certain industries, it can actually be very detrimental. So just be very thoughtful on the tone and the voice that you're trying to create when you're representing um, the product or the brand you're trying to get across. All right. So I, I, those are those are some good ones. Let me try to throw a few last ones at you that I think most people will find, you know, fairly interesting. So, um, Next one, you know, use, you can also use graphics um, to supplement good UX rating. So if you're writing a short description, um, the description obviously should represent what the user's also visually seeing. There should be a connection between the two that might sound obvious, but human beings are very visual. So having the connection between the two is ultimately very critical um, to getting the message across. Awesome. So last one is drum roll, please. Drum roll. You guessed it. Avoid all caps. See this a lot. I just don't recommend it. Users read all caps like you're shouting at the user. Um, it's typically not well received. So, you know, use capital and lowercase, use proper grammar. I think that goes without saying, make sure your spelling is correct. Make sure, um, another thing a UX writer should do and when they're working with product teams is ensure that when you're looking at different device sizes, you know, responsive design, that the text um, kind of flows correctly. So you don't want to have it, you know, um, create like a janky load experience. So you want all the text to come, you know, cleanly where there's an image and it kind of reformats so it's easy for a user to consume. Um, yeah, and then my the summary from all of this, from those uh, you know, UX writing best practices is to be more user-oriented. You wanna make sure that 
whatever you're trying to communicate is clear and you're following, you know, normal best practices. So if you're using a phone number, whatever country you're in, make sure that the phone number is in the proper format versus just a string of numbers. So you're just going to want to continue to, you know, run your writing, your samples by a diversity of users and ensure that everything um, is turning out the way you want it to. Okay. So what does a UX like writer job actually look like? Well, that's a great question. And I think I have a good example of like what a traditional job posting would look like if you're interested in becoming a UX writer. So obviously a job posting is going to give you a brief description and it'll give you the responsibilities. But most UX writers jobs is to help shape a brand experience by creating straightforward, human and clear copy. Human, like the whole idea of being a UX designer, I've said this before, is to humanize the product, the piece of technology to make it more digestible, more easy to use. So from, you know, ideation to implementation, you're going to, UX writer is going to work with, again, a broad set of people, designers, product managers, engineers, and ultimately end users to ensure that the product is conveying the message um, that you want to get across. So what are the responsibilities? What are you actually doing on a day-to-day basis? Um, you know, talking to a few UX writers and just, you know, from, from uh, personal experience, this is kind of what I would, I would think of the key. There's probably four key responsibilities. Number one, you're going to be writing a lot. So if you want to be a UX writer, you have to have a really strong writing background. You need to be able to write clear and concise copy. Um, you need to be thinking about things like, you know, we already talked a little bit about this notifications, error messages, features, call to actions, um, terms and conditions. A lot of those things are all going to fall under the UX uh, writer. Another is that you're going to be an advocate or a vision of the product across channels. So the product should have a consistent brand, um, whether it's through the website, the mobile app, marketing and branding. The UX writer should have a hand to ensure that it's concise throughout. You're really, you're going to be like the UX writer in a lot of ways is the voice of the brand and their style should be conveyed throughout. So the, uh, the third is you need to be able to um, you know, work with user research teams to implement user feedback and um, insights. I think that goes without saying is that you got to listen to users and put their feedback into the product. Um, you have to be able to effectively collaborate with designers, engineers, marketers. We already kind of talked about this, but this is crit- critical. You have to be someone that likes to uh, juggle uh, multiple teams' feedback, take it, consume it, digest it, and then output um, basically the uh weighted average of everyone's thoughts. Um, I think UX writer is another thing that is not going to be listed in a lot of the descriptions or responsibilities um, in a job posting would be um, being able to meet deadlines and timelines. You need to be able to adjust quickly, make changes quickly, um, get feedback quickly, and kind of be your own uh, project manager because you really want to ensure that you know, you're not delaying the the launch of a product and you're also able to change it quickly. Um, yeah, so typical experience, I, I think this kind of varies, you know, as it, it can, most nice to haves is like, you know, copywriting experience helps, writing backgrounds, writing degrees, samples of people that, you know, if you've written for um, publishers before, obviously that could help. Um, other things that could help too is like your experience with, um, accessibility. 
So if you're if you're really good, if you have accessibility best like best practices and a knowledge of it, um, that obviously will definitely help you um, as a as a UX writer. Lastly, just general skills that I think UX writers have very detail oriented. Your writing, so commas, capitalization, good grammar that matters. Um, you know, proactive mindsets too. Like your like good design is never done. Good copy is never done. So you're constantly thinking about how the product is going to be evolving and what the next iteration of the products uh, gonna basically the wording will and the copy will be. Um, and you're also like responsibility is to is good UX writers. I think also have a little bit of visual design um, knowledge. It doesn't mean they have to be a visual designer, but they actually have worked with visual designers to. If they have an idea of copy, they can work with a visual designer to actually, you know, bring that idea uh, to light, and they can actually see uh, see the the combination of good copy and a image that represents, uh, you know, what's going on. But um, yeah, if you just run a you know general Google search for UX writer, you'll see a ton of job postings. A lot of them, you know, more or less have the same <laughs> overlap. Some of them are really straightforward, like you're going to write words and craft experiences. Um, other ones are going to be a little bit more, you know, fluffy. They're going to be like, you know, work with the industry's best product by, you know, crafting the voice of it. I would just kind of really get down to what is the product you're going to be working on and what skills do you have to ultimately make that product better and how can you take those skills and ultimately humanize the product as much as possible. Design Huddle is a podcast that is hosted by Ryan Warner and Brendan Gross. The opinions stated here are our own and not those of our company. Thank you for tuning in and please feel free to share this episode.